You would hope. Okay, so then let's take it to the next level then. If they don't, you shouldn't, then you, number one, shouldn't have been with this person in the first place. Well, and yeah, number but, two, shouldn't be revisiting yeah, this yeah, relationship. Yeah, but if, if my uncle had a vagina, he'd be my Shut aunt. Shut up! <laughs> I hate what you <laughs> But that's why I say it, because you hate it. The millennial generation is as follows. Welcome to... Surrounded by Idiot Radio Podcast. Live on tape from beautiful Scottsdale, Arizona, the Valley of the Sun. This is the Surrounded by Idiots Radio Podcast. This is your host, Dr. Tony Dufresne, along with the lovely Lexi Rodriguez. Hey, Lex, how you doing? Good, how are you? I'm doing, you know, you're here, back in studio. Welcome back. It's always good to have, it's always good to just do this in person. I know. You know, we, we, we talk about this all the time, but it's true. It's a dynamic thing. It's like anything. It's like, it's a whole reason why we talk about with other people about doing the online thing and the texting and you lose context. It's just better to do it in person. And we talk about being present so much. And this is just such a perfect way to be present. It's almost like my therapy slash meditation because it forces me to turn the phone off to really focus on what we're talking about today and Mm. not everything else going on in my life which I like um I'm not distracted at all I was gonna say I was gonna warn viewers and listeners if I sound distracted it's because I literally have gazillion bajillion things on my mind but it's all good stuff so I'm just in a I'm in a positive mode and you're the perfect person to be around as I go through this type of stuff in my life well, that's because I don't pay any attention to you I know exactly you just nod yeah. you just agree and nod yeah right. no, actually the, the nodding is just a it's just a force <laughs> of habit I'm actually thinking about you know toy boats or something in I my know. head so it doesn't matter <laughs> this is all mindful meditation toy practice boats. I don't know I just that's not creepy See? Okay, yeah, yeah, right, Herman. exactly. Yeah. Fucking toy boats. <laughs> See, that's exactly what my intention was to really fuck with your head. So anyway, this is a wine. It, it's a it's a wine Wednesday. Yeah, and it uh, wine and Wednesday. it's uh, and we're doing we're doing a night show, so that's when the wine comes out. And, yeah. t- and tonight, I actually threw out the fourteen hands hot to trot. Yeah, we're not getting paid by them, but I mm-hmm. thought I'd just kind of mention it because I like it. It's so good. It's like an everyday. It's, so it's like seven bucks or something. You can pick oh, it up. Really? You know? Yeah, it's easy. Nice. 14 hands hot to trot. So it's a blend and it's good. Nice. It's not, you know, it's it's no wine spectator wine, but it's good. It works. Yeah, who it's cares, good. Right? Speaking of wine, my ex-boyfriend was such a wine snob. Okay, that's what we're going to get into. <laughs> so today we're going to talk about um, being friends with how to be friends with your ex. Or now, as I would like to title the show, <laughs> first dates with your ex-boyfriend. First dates with your ex-boyfriend or how to be friends with your ex. Now, now. This brings up a touchy subject because a lot of people either think they can't or they shouldn't be friends with their ex. Uh, they but, think but, it's like, ah, right? But, there, that, but there's a way to go about doing it if you want to. There's a way of going about and doing honestly, it. And honestly, I think that it is beneficial to your being to kind of um, wave the surrender white flag of kind of like, hey. You're cool. I'm cool. We got over each other. We lived. We didn't die. But did you die? You know, it's like, no, we didn't. We're fine. Let's move on with good energy towards each other Mm -hmm. because energy is a real thing, ladies and gentlemen. And I talk about it all the time. So I think that being like, hey, you you still you okay? You heartbroken? And he's just kind of like, no, I'm good. I'm over it. I'm like, cool. It's kind of way off my shoulders. Right. And we're going to we're going to talk about going through the process of that. But the thing is, is that you can you can be. 
there's two kind of ways to go about doing it. You can get over somebody and then not have them in your life. And that's really not what we're talking about because you can be, you can reconcile everything and be, and be all right. And then just choose not to have them be a part of your life. Right. Of course. It, it, you know, depending upon if it fits or not. Of but, course. but we're going to talk about actually if you want to have them as a, a part of your life. There's a way that How you to can do it there, There's a way that you can do it. There's, there's really only one way that you, that you, can set it up to where it's going to work on a long-term basis. And I know that in terms of the boundaries and stuff, we have a kind of a difference. Of yeah, opinion. we have so it, we're, obviously. We're kinda, clearly. <laughs> so, but the first, the first thing, so I want to hear about your thing. Yeah. That, so this, that, and this just happened last night. This, we went last night. Yeah. So this got me thinking and I am pretty close. Not, not like very, not close, but I'm, good friends with a few of my exes. I haven't had too many serious relationships, but this particular relationship was pretty serious. It was the first guy I ever lived with. Um, from what I'm told, it's I was the first chick he's ever been in love with. And um, so it was kind of one of those staple relationships where I learned a lot about myself. I also learned a lot about just relationships in general and cohabitation and growth and how eight out of 10 marriages end in divorce because growth is inevitable. And I love that we're talking about this because we preach growth to our clients every single day. Yeah, because people are always changing. You need to grow. Yeah, yeah, and, and it almost yeah. brings me to the to my theory that I think it's tough to be with one person forever. It is tough. Because growth is inevitable. So why unless and that's why it's so important to grow as a couple Otherwise, someone's gonna get a little bit farther ahead of the other, or vice, or whatever, or maybe divergent. You know, divergent paths. I mean, they might go, they might grow, and then as you grow, you change, you you change as a person. You yeah. change your your priorities change, things right. change, and you might kind of your paths might kind of deviate. Yeah. So long instead sh- instead of kind of winding back and forth, which really what they should do in a best case scenario, and that's mm-hmm. really about there's a lot of luck. There's a lot of flow. luck that's involved in that. I hate to say it, but there really is. Define to, luck. To, to find to find a well to find a person that actually you you connect with on it. This is a whole different show, but to find a person that you connect with on a certain level to where you really want to start a relationship and you have the basis and the foundation for that, right? Love and trust and 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 similar similar interests and all that all that stuff. You know, similar humor and all that. So you have that in you, and then you fall in love, and then you start something, and you start something with the intention, of course of staying together for a long period of time and creating something. But once you start creating, you start evolving. You guys are not the same person and you have, and you go different yeah. times. And so sometimes, you know, you kind of do this a little and you bit. Know and what he maybe, said. maybe one person goes out a little bit. Yeah. But the thing is, is that I think you have to be kind of luck of the draw to get somebody who can kind of stay in this, in your gravitational pull totally, it's and dancing. vice versa for like forever. For, because, for like ever, <laughs> because I think I think the odds are as, and I don't want to come across as a pessimist, but I think the odds are to, to stay together. Because first of all, we're not supposed to be monogamous, but that's you know that's what I'm just saying. <laughs> but the but if you if you do look for as that as the objective, I think the odds are that it's it's very very difficult because who you are now is not who you're going to be in ten years. I guarantee it, and it shouldn't be. No, it, well, hopefully, 
Hopefully, if you if you continue to evolve, and some people don't evolve, they actually collapse within themselves. And the worst part is, is that having somebody collapse within themselves, and the other person's trying to expand. And that's what happens and, and in relationships, and that's why people break up. Is you're not taking care of yourself the way you should be. You're mostly trying to take care of the relationship as a duo instead of like we always preach. Take care of yourself first before you can take any before you can take care of anyone. Well, else. The, the, the relationship that entity is draining you as a person, and, yeah. and, is, and is and is taking your taking all that that and that's that why I got kinetic out of my energy relationship, right? Exactly. I mean, and it it's crazy because I I go through these relationships and I learn and every time I go through them, the next one is better, and that's the point. And you're growing, and I'm evolving, and I'm learning and learning. Um. But it is very rewarding. It's kind of rewarding to sit down last night and have dinner with my ex and just chat and be cool and know that because in the moment when we broke up, I was like, damn, I don't want to hurt this dude. This is fucked up. He's a good person. What, you know, what have I done? Why did I get into this if it wasn't going to work out? All these things, all these negative emotions when you're going through a breakup fucking suck they do kind of limit you and it feels good to know that now everything is on the table and now it's completely it's not just it's like not you're not saying you're eventually going to understand this i know it hurts right now but eventually you're going to understand it um it's understood mm-hmm. it's so, fucking so, understood so and how, it feels really good how did it play out for you guys so um where, what i was gonna say where was both where, so where are your heads long story short we broke up um it it's been a couple of years since we even talked social media deleted everything on social media we don't have any other's phone numbers i mean i moved from arizona to san diego so we had absolutely no contact i deleted like his homies our mutual homies that were no longer my friends um, on social media as well. So we didn't know what each other was doing mm-hmm. this whole time. Um, he reached out to me through email once just asking how I was just kind of saying, I've been thinking about you just wondering how everything's going, you know, get back to me if you want. If not, not a big deal. I got back to him of course, because we didn't break up because of anything nasty. We just broke up because we grew apart. Mm-hmm. And and it was funny because I was fucking like 24 when I was with this dude. I'm 28. I told him last night, I'm like, sorry, you kind of had to deal with 24-year-old Alexis. I'm like, I wish you could have you know, had me now. Just joking, obviously. Mm-hmm. But And it's cute because he sent me a sweet text afterwards like, hey, I just want you to know 24 Alexis was cool as fuck. Or 24-year-old Alexis was cool as fuck. Right. And I'm like, I appreciate that. Because it puts everything in light that you'd really do grow. Like I see the, my growth as real tangible fucking growth. When I look back, when I'm sitting there with him with at at that table last night and I'm like, damn, you were with me when I was 24. I wouldn't even be friends with a 24 year old girl (laughs) right now. Let alone date one. What? You know? Um, obviously, I'm like way mature for my age. Oh, but, cl- clearly. Yes. Um, so, yeah. So, anyways, we ended up... He, I was in town the last time and he was out of the country. And so, we kind of was like, well, next time you're in town, let me know. Let's grab dinner. And I'm like, of course. Like, of course. No questions. But this is the thing. For you listeners, a lot of you 
would immediately run and hide if an ex asked you to go out and have drinks. And we want to get the point across to you that if you handle if you handle everything appropriately being the breakup when it is first coming about, then shit like this is going to be just fine and it's going to be rewarding. It's not going to be weird. So we want to brace yourself for these awkward situations. It's basically keeping you honest. If you're an honest motherfucker, you're never going to have to run and hide. Yeah, I, I, but you have to do a couple things ahead of time too, remember? Then that's what we're going to talk about. The, the fact is that there's there's really one way to go about doing this. And the only way, the only way you're going to be able to be okay with being friends with an ex is if you you and regardless if you're the one who broke up or if you're the breaky or the breaker is you have to grieve the death of the relationship yeah you have to gotta bury it yeah and have the service and then you have to mourn it properly and then and then you've got to create a brand new relationship with brand new boundaries with that person like brand new but you have to do all of these things subtly because if you well, come to the table and if your ex asks you to go get a drink or to catch up, he may or she may just be wanting to really catch up and see what's popping in your life now. It doesn't mean that you have to say yes on these conditions because that's too much. Well, no. Well, first of all, I mean, there's a timing issue, too, because a lot of times that as people like people like to do that, the people that go back and forth and stuff, yeah. they break up, they get back together, you know, kind of back and forth. There's no time in between. The, the 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 process of going through and mourning that relationship didn't happen. And that's why time is a huge component in this. And you've got to give yourself the proper amount of time right. to be able to mourn oh, this for relationship. Sure. I mean, and you have to put it in context in terms of it happened. This is what I learned from it. Right. This person is still important to me. I still care about this person. I still love this person. You don't have to not love a person. You don't have to not care about a person. You can do that and put it in that person box, person X, put it in the box. I love them and I care for them and, and all the good things, the reasons why you guys got together, that can, those, from they it. can still exist because yeah. because it's not the person necessarily, it's the relationship. Because they And it's do how exist. you guys, right, because they still do and you see the good parts and you see the potential in somebody. I mean, I would, I would assume that's the reason why you got together with somebody in the first place is because you see a potential exactly. in them that you can live with them. So that's all still there yeah. um, unless they've totally totally masqueraded themselves in their humongous dirt bag but i'm thinking most of the times that's not the case so you can you can accept that for what it is but if it, if there's not enough time and you haven't more in the relationship you're not going to be able to detach from the feelings that actually were generated in that relationship all the feelings the yeah. good ones and the bad ones and if somebody wants to re to reconnect with you and you still have some of those then it's not going to go well and it's a sign, I think, when you do give it time. It's kind of like when you have an idea and you kind of have writer's block and you revisit the essay that you're writing because you have writer's block and you have to come back to it and then you flow from there and it's fucking brilliant. That's how I would compare it. It's like you are you have this relationship. It was cool. It was cool. It was dope. You were in it for a reason, in it for a reason. It didn't work. So you have to leave. You have to leave and grow and kind of clear your mind. Mm -hmm. And then when you come back to it, it's going to be that similar relationship but 2.0 because your 2.0 he's now he or she is now 2.0 you've learned from that last relationship and you've dated along the way and you're just learning you're just stacking 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 and now 
the relationship will be brilliant. Not saying it has to be romantic, but the well, relationship it it, in it, general. It, it can't be. Yeah. It I mean, I think it can no, be. No, 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 because that's a different thing. Remember, we, and this is where we kind of differ because yeah. Yeah, I'm talking about, we're talking about a friendship. If you want to, I know, if, we're if you, initially if you wanted to, right, talking about a friendship. Okay, initially, that, that might be the case. And the, but what happens is this a lot of times. You go into a, it, you mourn the loss and you do all that. Let's say you do everything perfectly and, and a lot of time has passed and all those feelings are put in their place and you've, you know, there's water under the bridge and right. you get back together with them and you, draw new boundaries mm-hmm. you know we're just friends and i this hate and that and- you know i hate when it comes to re- any type of relationship i hate conversations where you have to talk about boundaries you this is to. why i want but this is why i work with my clients on being more aware so that way they can just subtly do this stuff without having to have that weird conversation of these yeah, are but, the boundaries right this but- is because i just I think personally, I have a hard time with someone telling me I have boundaries yeah, because I want to do things the way I operate. Yeah, but the thing is, but you can't, if it's you and another person, it's not just about you. I know. So it's going to be about you guys agreeing on what's acceptable and what's not. And as, and as, but you can and, agree and, subtly. Well, you can, but as as aware as you are, a lot of times that somebody else operates on a different plane of reality, of even though you know them really well, let's say. There's still going to be circumstances where they might see subtle signs or, or if you don't, if you don't come out and say, listen, I just, I, I came back or, or, or I, I'm here because I, I, I value you as a person right. and all that stuff. And this is where, this is where I'm at. This, just, that's where I'm at. I mean, I'm not looking, I'm not looking to rekindle anything. This is just where I'm at. And if yeah. you set that boundary, that's pretty general. So, right. But that's let me tell you how I too. did it subtly. This is a way that people can take notes and learn how to do, have these kind of awkward conversations subtly as we sat down, had a drink, we're chatting. One of my questions was, are you dating? So that's a, that's a, that's kind of a subtle way of asking if he's dating, seeing if he is. And, and then if he is, it's his subtle way back at like, I don't want to date you. So what was your intention on asking him if he was dating? Because I wanted him to know that I genuinely don't care if he's dating anyone. And I didn't want him to come into the relationship thinking that this was going to go further. What if he, what if he thought in his head because he, boundaries weren't set that he thought that maybe, maybe you were... In, you know, you were trying to pry as, as to whether he was available. Of course. And that's why we continued okay. the conversation. All right. Um, I told him about people that I'm dating. He told me about people that he's dating. We had the conversation, so again, subtly, just in context of what we were talking about during dinner. Um, we had the conversation of why we didn't work it was brought up it wasn't awkward at all it was just kind of like i was young i was growing i if i wanted to be courted and taken out more and you know treated like the beautiful princess that i am and and now i would love to just sit at home and fucking like create and read and drink good wine the shit that he wanted to do back in the day i would love now Mm -hmm. not with him but that style of dating is now where I'm at. And right. it was interesting. So we subtly had, we subtly gave these signals and I, th- I think it's clear. <laughs> we'll see. I would say no. 
just for, just for the fact that that what what you did was and and think about this from the other perspective. This guy was kind of a more of a homebody, more of an introvert, more of a you know introspective type of a guy at that time. And you were not; you were more of an extrovert and out there doing what right. you need to do. Now you come back and say, "Hey, you know, been dating back and forth. Yeah, this is what I've learned. I'm growing. I'm a different person." Which which actually tells somebody if you haven't created these boundaries, tell somebody, "Well, they're different. Maybe maybe it would work this time." Now hold on a second. <laughs> so, so then, so then, what you said was, "Well, now I'm kind of like how you were." Or I'm all he hears is, oh yeah, you're now now you, now you see me. exactly. No, that's not how it was. Okay, all I'm saying <laughs> is that there's a high possibility of if that it was a scenario yeah. that the I other, unless you're clear, the other person is going to take it because you know it, when you separate and you grieve through process and you get through that and you're all done with it and you and you revisit somebody after you know however long yeah. it is a year or whatever. You know, you're going to be different people, but you still know the core of that person, right? But but better, but, you right. know that the core of that person better than anyone else. That's why I was when I walked into the situation a little bit nervous, kind of wondering why was I nervous because I know this dude better than anyone else, and maybe if he was in a relationship after me, I maybe maybe that chick knows him better, but I still know him to the core of his. Human, basically. Yeah, but then, but how does that really matter when it comes down to you and you going through in terms of of creating something new? I mean, it and and, right. and being super duper. See, you're talking about the first, the first engagement after, right? right? And that's and that's what this scenario is. The, the first. very, very first. now. In the very, very first one, I think you're going to come up against stuff where it's going to be you guys are each feeling each other out. I would suggest, yeah, we that, were. See, that's a whole thing, but I would suggest being around the block a couple times. That that in order to, because you know, the older you get, the less you really care about the dance so much, and you kind of just kind of throw it out there. Well, I think and, you're just and, you know, the older you get, the more you're just yourself. And well, if you yeah, meet someone that can dance with that person. Then that's the way to do things. Right. But, but you're, you are yourself, but, and you, you know yourself a little bit better. If you do it the right way, you know yourself a little bit better. But then you're actually in that process, you're more accepting of other people as well and how right, they are. Right. And, and that being, but, but that being the case, you guys coming together as almost two different people, let's say. Yeah. Could, it'd be almost like just a very, very first date. And that's why maybe I think why you had that nervous feeling when you I were was, going but into you know, it because. It was interesting as it, it wasn't. It was um, a little nerve wracking at first because I had all these questions like, "Shit, is he going to want to do me?" Right, after right, this? right. So, like, so, you, so, pay? There, so there, there were what? If, right. So there were what ifs. Yeah. Right. Because because now you were doing what ifs based upon the fact that he didn't get your signals, or mm-hmm. or, or you did because you don't you are. You don't like creating those audible boundaries. You yeah. don't. You don't like saying that. I like so, going with the flow. Yeah, and I, well, but I yeah, want. But, but for my particular clients, maybe not your millennial clients, but for my clients, I want to help them feel comfortable to be themselves. But I also want to teach them how to learn how to read situations to where they don't have to do the awkward i read an article on elite daily and it told me to do this this and this shit like i want them to do it in their own way as their own being relative to the individual that they're dealing with and i i can teach them how to do that because honestly i feel like i've mastered that 
you are, you are good at reading other people, but the, the thing is, is that they have, the other people have, have to have the opportunity or the ability to read you. And a lot of people don't. So that's why I'm but saying that's why being as it, transparent it, as you are okay, helps. Right. So, so isn't, wouldn't being transparent include audibly communicating that's the boundaries? Nope. Yes, it is. Nope. 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 Yeah. You're no. being transparent in your style. No, I'm of- not. I'm not saying I'm not saying I'm not saying talk body like, language. I'm not saying I'm not saying throw it out there like an IKEA manual. <laughs> That's what I'm picturing on, for on, some reason. How, uh, you for know. some reason I'm like, "Oh, he's going to pull out the direction." No, no, I'm I not, hate IKEA. No, no, no. I, I'm not saying I, I'm going to be sitting over there a, across from whomever that is and say, "Okay, well, you have to understand that uh, this has been a while and <laughs> That's uh, what I'm picturing. and I have no intentions of doing it." That's not what I'm saying. Okay. I'm saying that that there's there's a way to do it and there's there is a subtle way to do it but you have to do it instead of leaving it up because of course there, you do. But so many people don't have the ability to have that level of clarity and awareness understanding of what you're trying to convey. You know, your subtle uh communication but sometimes if it's an doesn't ex sink that in. You were with for a long period of time, I would hope that they know the core of you. You would hope. Okay, so then let's take it to the next level then. If they don't, you shouldn't, then you, number one, shouldn't have been with this person in the first place. Well, and yeah, number but, two, shouldn't be revisiting yeah, this yeah, relationship. Yeah, but if, if my uncle had a vagina, he'd be Shut my aunt. Shut up! <laughs> I hate what you But that's why I say it, because you hate it. Again, <laughs> if... If, 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 it doesn't matter if. It no, just, it, it does it, but, matter. But no, because it already happened. But it matters. It, you're right. It already It already happened. happened. And if you're that person, if you're listening to this show right now and you're like, fuck, you're either on Tony's side or my side. If there's no sides, dear. If you're on Tony's <laughs> side, you need to email me. There, there's no side. And if you're on my we're, side, we're you need all, to email Tony. We're all no, but seriously, part of the same thing. I think it all comes down to awareness and awareness of the relationship. So if you feel comfortable with revisiting this relationship, not on an intimate level, but because you dug the fuck out of this person in the first place, mm-hmm. and I think... Exploring others is exploring yourself. So exploring this person is exploring yourself and who you are at this point in life. And I think that's really cool and fascinating. So (laughs) if you're feeling bored, you need a drink, (laughs) you want to split dinner with somebody... Oh yeah, that, that's, yourself. that's I know, the reason. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the re- I, that's the reason why. I, I, so that's another if, subtle. If you're bored, that's I'm just kidding. That's I another know. subtle way of saying, "Hey, I don't want to do you tonight." I, I love. Let the, me I love put the, my card in. I love this idea. Let's split the check. I love the fact that you you or have, even you, see a beautiful girl like walk by the restaurant and be like, "She's cute." Why don't you like? Would yeah, you talk to her? Don't you think that's disrespectful? No, I we're not so. together. Yeah, but I. But the thing is that if I if I let's okay let's let's hypothesize right <laughs> let, 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 let's go through a little example if i'm out if i'm out with somebody uh that was my ex and i still had feelings for them and i'm out and i and they got a hold of me and and i'm thinking oh well well maybe you know time has passed and maybe they've seen the light you know and maybe we're different people and maybe it would you work being the, the light maybe you <laughs> <laughs> maybe it would work this time because maybe some of the things that weren't there at that time, maybe we have since we're grown yeah, a little that's bit. A thought. Maybe it's there. 
so we get together and this and that, and we're, we're connecting and we talking about old times and I'm thinking, all right, we're kind of reestablishing our connections and we're getting in and we got a couple of glasses of wine, feeling good. All of a sudden she goes, you know, we're talking about dating and this and that. All of a sudden she goes, oh, she's pretty hot. Why don't you date her? I would feel not good. But she wouldn't say it like that. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't, how would you say it? You wouldn't feel good. I mean, but why not? If you were smart and aware, you would come into the situation not not with feelings that could be hurt. Oh yeah, I would. Really? Oh yeah, because because if I'm going into it and I'm thinking that well that's what I'm saying. I'm I'm saying that if I if I'm going in with an intention, if I'm going in with an intention that maybe we could get something going again yeah. and that's and and true you're ab- actually, you know what? You're absolutely right. Because if I am doing that anyway, that means I haven't mourned the relationship right. in the past. So let now this so, is perfect but, transition. Yeah, yeah. But how many times does that happen though? And I know a lot of people deal with this. A lot of people do. If they got crushed by somebody, especially if they get crushed by somebody, because I've had this circumstance where on both sides too, to where you, you just get crushed and for no particular reason, just that the other person like runs for their lives mm-hmm. or just kind of doesn't work out. They come back. It's almost a, a, an intrinsic, like a subconscious thing to where you're like you want to I'm gonna I'm gonna force myself to show I'm gonna mentally into them that, motherfucker. That, that, I, that that they that they missed out that I am the shit and they should have never have done and that then I'm gonna walk out the door and leave exactly them hurt I did I'm gonna okay. get back that's that's your small, fucking ego small story broke up with a girl not good I was stupid I was 21 or something got back together with her a couple years later she's in down Diego she's in Diego I, I, I dated her when I was at San Diego State got back together a couple years ago we're all we're, we're making out hot and heavy and stuff and right before she goes dub, dub, boop, boop, because yep. it was all about that. Totally, I used to it do that show all the time in college. It was all about that. She yeah. just wanted to completely fuck. So me. that's really fascinating because that is there is a difference between both scenarios, and this is the evolution. The evolution. <laughs> the appellations. Not a word. This is the evolution of you as a person and as a lover. Is that back in the day when I was in college, if a guy broke my heart, I would have done the same fucking thing. I would have right. gone to his place and I would have made him want the fuck out of me and mm-hmm. I would have given him blue balls and I would have fucking left and I would have mm-hmm. never talked to him again mm-hmm. and it would have felt good. Mm-hmm. But now <laughs> that's irresponsible, number one, and that's doing nothing for my soul. And and I actually loved the fuck out of this dude. So sure. I would never sure. do that. That's why it always comes down to being aware and being a good person and being aware of who you are and your feelings. If you, if an ex invites you out to go have a drink and you're kind, you kind of feel like, oh yeah, I'm going to get this dude back or whatever. Don't go. Okay. Yeah. First of all, I wouldn't. Yeah, exactly. I wouldn't accept it at all if I had any, you know, pay attention to the way that you feel. Any gut wrench at all. If somebody called, if they called up again and they said that, you know, I've got like my, like my first or second ex-wife if they called up i know if they called up and said those are stories how many times have you been married twice Just, i feel like we haven't ta- oh twice okay twice. i'm like i feel well, like we well, haven't talked well, about it well it, it's because the first time was like 10 minutes long so i mean yeah. literally 10 minutes long so i really didn't need and that was because we had our daughter i totally and that's exaggerate that. whenever i explain you to people i'm like yeah my podcast partner he's been married like five times <laughs> so such a cool guy yeah yeah and so he, so he looks 30 so he's a relationship expert i know right 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 Isn't yeah, that so yeah funny? five disastrous marriages 
Well, but that I, would I, make you an expert. Well, it, it, in good or bad is the question. Like, do yeah. d- do not do what I do, I guess, is right. what you would say. No, it's been twice. The first time was like 10 minutes, and I was 26, and I was an idiot. And we you were both were idiots. So well, we had, our, we had our daughter, and yeah. I wanted to stay together, and so we got married. So that was a bad, bad, bad mistake. The second time, I was 40 when I got married, and uh, that was and that went for six years, but then she... She wanted a family. She wanted kids, and I didn't. Yeah. Because I already had Rachel, and Rachel was, and I raised her myself, and so I did all the work. And being a single parent, uh, it was it was just it just drained me. Yeah. I was done. I was yeah. done. And so, and and the agreement was when we first got married that we wouldn't have kids, and then she changed her mind, and she changed her mind because she was twelve years younger than me. Which is fine. And so that's actually why it was very amicable. And I still and I still talk to her almost every day because now she has her own little baby. And she's living in California and I'm her uh, therapist. Basically, when it comes cool. down to you guys are friends. Right. And we're and we're friends because I mourned the relationship. I understood what it was. I was okay with what it was. And now we can come back and I completely reframed. Yeah. And what we have now is totally different. And whether it's a or brand, not it's you a brand new thing. Be this person's friend or you want to go out and have dinner with this person and maybe possibly explore intimacy with them again. Whether or not that's the goal you have to mourn that past relationship we've talked it about has this to, before it has to be but buried you have to yes because, so mourn it and learn something from it because mm-hmm. that little key of knowledge is only going to make the next relationship better and it's only going to bring more awareness to your little toolbox that you have as you're dating i mean you're um one of the most aware humans when it comes to relationships and you're very subtle and almost sociopathic when it's like, well, (laughs) if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out other than myself. Mm -hmm. And I would never, and I have in the past, but as I've become more aware of a human, I would never take it personal. I don't, I think that if you want to sit down and um, have drinks with your ex or revisit a situation with your ex, Make sure you go into that situation knowing that whatever happens in this hour or two hours or month that you guys are hanging, Mm -hmm. don't take anything personal that they do because that's when you bring those emotions into play. You you have to take it into context. And and I think the bottom line is, and how I want to wrap my, my opinion up on this thing, it's totally possible, but you can't have any expectations in regards to creating something in terms of like taking up where you left off. It's about looking at the person as a friend and creating a brand new relationship mm-hmm. from that with no expectation whatsoever yeah. of the intimacy. If that's going to happen, and it sometimes it does, but then, but then that should happen a little bit later on. It's a matter of almost starting, not almost starting from scratch, starting from scratch, just like nothing ever happened. And that's, and that's about mourning the relationship. Yeah. And then, because you, the best part about that, and I think that's why this is so great if people could do this, is that they already know the really good parts about that person. Of course. You don't they, have to they show already, that right. yet. They already know that this person is solid or they have a huge heart or they're very considerate or they have, you know, even though they can be ambitious a, as fuck. Yeah, like. and even though they have all that other shit that happened because of the back and forth and all that stuff when you guys were in a relationship uh, in this brand new friendship thing, you already know that they are a just a solid person that, that you would benefit from to have them in your yes. life. Yes. And so that being the case, if you look at that and you take it for what that is, and and if, if it was up to me, I would create very concrete boundaries in that. And I would say, hey, I just, you know, I, I think at this point, 
this these are the things that I uh, that I loved about you that I like boner about you that I, that, that I respect. Yeah, well, I don't want boner wanna, killer. I don't want to <laughs> give her a boner. That's the whole point. I don't want to. Well, maybe I do. Just but that's a whole different thing. Yeah. But but I don't in, in terms of creating this brand new thing. You want to be a boner killer. And I like to play with fire because I think that yeah, yeah, the yeah. bad idea. If you ask me. And, no, Ugh. but but I like putting myself in situations that I wouldn't normally put myself in because it's interesting to see how I reacted. I like to pay attention to the way that my body and my mind reacts to these things. What I would say is exactly (laughs) basically what you said is come at the situation as if it's a clean slate Mm -hmm. and be genuinely interested in getting to know this person um, for who they are now and not who not who they were. You don't have to bring up all this crazy shit. I think you should be able to laugh at fun situations. We fucking died laughing about shit oh, sure. that we had yeah. um, in the past. And it was so great. Feeling, feeling comfortable with someone is so nice. It's like when mm-hmm. I come here, mm-hmm. just being in your presence, I feel so good and motivated and confident in who I am. Mm-hmm. So if you can have all of those people in your pocket... Mm-hmm. For one call away or one visit away, when you need that inspiration, that's dope. I kind of compare it to is in a perfect world or in Lexi's perfect world. I would want every guy I've ever dated to be very, very cool with me still. I wish I could put them all in my pocket and have a there's a situation for each of them because I liked them for one reason or the other and they always benefited me in whatever way it was whether it was they made me more competitive mm-hmm. or they brought out my sports knowledge or they brought out my hip hop knowledge or they brought out my intellectual side they were all there for a reason and they've all helped contribute to the building blocks of who I am now mm-hmm. so in a perfect world you should want to have those people available if you can so I think right, that but, yeah Keeping the bridges, not burning the bridges, keeping the bridges solid and whole is, I think it's a good thing. I, I say burn that fucker down and, <laughs> and then, and then build a new <laughs> one. Motherfucker yeah, yeah. And then build a new one. But, but that's, but that's, that brings up a really good point because I agree with that. The, the, the good point is some people are not good. They're toxic yeah. and they're abusive and they're just not good people. Yes. And, and, yes. They, and they, they're the ones that you kind of learn the lessons Fuck on. Them. And those are the ones that sometimes we have a subconscious, uh, attachment to them and they can call back. And it's, it's like, the, I'm it, glad it's, you brought that up. It's like the battered wife syndrome. And yeah. I, and I actually worked in a halfway house with, with abused uh, women, uh, pregnant women in uh, Costa Mesa in California. And they, and, and shockingly, even after all that was said and done and, and all, all the shit that they went through with these guys, they still had this attraction to them. Yeah. And it's, and this is, it's a subconscious. And that's when and it's you a, need help. But, and that's, and that's why they were there. Yeah. And they, and they did a really good job. Most of the time they did a really good job in terms of, of getting clear and, 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 and having more awareness on that. But right. I'm saying that's there are, there deeper. are, right. There are some people that are not good for you. And those are, and hopefully by the time you go through and you grieve the process and you bury them you and that. you bury that motherfucker, bury that motherfucker then yeah. after that, then you're, then you understand that, that not even a friendship is a good thing for you because totally. there's nothing there. And that's why your point is as long as you bury that motherfucker, you ha- whether you have you're going to gonna eventually you revisit to. or not, you bury it and you'll find the answer. 
to whether you should revisit or you shouldn't. It's black or white. Well, you can't get any clarity at all if you're still emotionally involved in something. Like none. Oh yeah, we so that, slammed that so, door. right. So you have to grieve the process, and you have you have to put them in the ground, and then create some space. And once you create space, you can see it for what it was. Yeah. And and then you can you can make a de- determination in regards to if it was you know productive or not. And if it wasn't, then why would you? Why would you bring that back into your life? Right. So. So you want good energy in your life. I think it's good to feel the bad because if you don't feel the bad energy, you won't even know what the good should feel like. Yeah, so that's, I, that's a general that's grieving. And yeah, that's a natural law thing, too, because, you know, the more you know about the bad, the more you understand the good. Which, right. And so yeah. I think the point is to if it feels right, revisited it. <laughs> There was an extra, extra, <laughs> there, there was an extra syllable in there, but I think we know where you're going with this. Revisit it. Right. And learn from it. Use it as a learning experience. If you're ever in a situation that feels uncomfortable, take a step back, count to five and be like, all right, I'm about to learn some shit about this because I feel weird. My body's not reacting to this situation, right? And go for it. Mm-hmm. But don't put yourself in that situation if you don't think you can handle it. But you can fucking handle it. You can handle anything that comes your way. My last point is listen to your soul. And at the end of the the date or whatever you want to call it, if you want to kiss the motherfucker, kiss the motherfucker. Kissing feels good and it stimulates your senses. And then comes inspiration. We didn't kiss. We didn't kiss. <laughs> right. At the end and, of the and, date. I, and I couldn't. But I mean, I thought about it a couple times and right. then I was just kind of like, nah, nah, don't do that. Don't do that. That's messy. That's messy. That's messy. So I didn't. Right. But I mean, and I whatever. think you made the right choice. I know. I did. And I think, and I, and again, I couldn't disagree with you more on that. Absolutely fucking did. Cause that create, that, that crosses the boundary and creates mixed signals. But if you're both aware humans, yeah, you'll be fine. Oh my God. How many times does that happen? <laughs> like none ever. That's the whole, that, but that, again, that's the whole thing. It, it's, 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 you have to gauge levels of awareness. And if you guys, somehow are on the same page miraculously indirectly know that both of you can like make make out oh no no, hyper aware humans could do that how many times have you seen two hyper aware humans together at once Uh, i have i have that's like seeing sasquatch all my clients leave my sessions being very hyper aware yeah 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 for five minutes until they're out the door and then they have to go to fucking (laughs) costco and deal with some idiot that left their cart in the middle of the aisle for some two chips and a guacamole dab (laughs) fucking costco Anyway, I don't know how you got I got a Costco. So, anyway, you can go to you can go, you can go to Java dot com to uh, to see uh, to see all the videos because we're taking a video of this. Hello, and uh, and the pot, yeah, because uh, Wine Wednesdays, so you see the wine, and you can listen to all the podcasts. You can get I've got a freebie out there, uh, a little freebie ebook happening, and uh, and then Lex has her. She's almost done with Crucial Awareness. Oh my god, almost done with Crucial Awareness. This is why. This is why crucialawareness.com. You didn't kill that, did you? Because I no, no, no. Okay, good. That's for you. Okay, thank crucialawareness.com you. Crucialawareness.com will be up soon. I'm so stoked. It's going to be so great. I just, I'm such a perfectionist and I've already have three clients. I got a client, actually, my Lyft driver on the way here to my hotel when I landed is my new client. I yeah. sent him Did the contract sign him up? yesterday. Well done. He's in an arranged marriage. Oh, I wanted to tell you about this. He 
Different show. He's in we're, an we're arranged done. marriage, we're done. and he needs help because he wants to get out. But they have kids and blah okay. blah blah. blah. So we're hit done. me up, Lexi at crucialawareness.com. Different show. Free consultation. Um, whether you're in San Diego or not, we can do Skype. We can do in person. We can do on the phone. We can even do email. I don't prefer email because clearly I like presence. Email is a terrible way to do it. I never do Ugh, email. I always do either Skype or in person. We can't. Email only makes sense after I've already met you and and kind of got. A grasp of who you are. Yeah, and I just do that with checkups, like afterwards. Yeah, after we go through a process. Of so. course. Thanks for listening. Yeah. Rate and review. Okay, rate review. Share the show, please. Yes. Share the show. iTunes, Stitcher, Hashtag SoundCloud. We've uh, we, we've reached a couple benchmarks. We're up to 107 yeah. or eight shows. We wow. got a day right. We've got thousands and thousands of listens and downloads across 218 different countries. So we yeah. appreciate everybody. And I want to say because I cut it out last week with with Mariah when I when I, we were talking. Marie talks as a listener on SoundCloud, and she's in. I think she's downloaded or at least liked every single show that we've ever done. Oh, really? Yeah, nice. So Marie talks, whoever you are, thank you. Yeah. I appreciate because I've never heard from her. I don't know cool. what the deal is, but I, I mean, I mean, get to me and contact me. I'd like to get yeah. you on and just say thanks. But but that's really cool. I mean, over two and a half years, she's been yeah, a, and she's that like one really of the cool. one of the core listeners. So and I get some pretty good feedback from different listeners, even just even if it's just my community in San Diego, they're all so rad. I have the best circle out there, and that's why I'm stoked for what's to come because I got. I mean, once we get. Once I get my site up and running, there are so many cool things that are going to happen. And hopefully you guys want to work with me and want to kind of pick my brain because I promise I'm helpful as much as Tony likes to say that I'm fucking crazy. I'm not. <laughs> yes. Yeah, entertaining to say the least. Yeah. At least you get that. So thanks everybody. We'll see you next week. Peace out. Bye. Bye.